I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello again. I'm Joe Connolly with producer Neelay Caruso. With a business owner, we wanted to introduce you to because he has found a new niche in a very crowded field. And that's not easy to do, but that can be a good place to go because you know there's a lot of demand in an already crowded field. Ofo Izugu has founded Who's Your Landlord? It's for people who are looking for an apartment to find out about the landlord, the person you may rarely ever see or not know about. You know the super, but who is the landlord here? Ofo, tell us about who's your landlord. What is the business here that you've started? Sure. I mean, and Joe, thanks so much. I think the simplest way to think about it is we turn resident reviews into actionable insights. So we allow for residents that live in buildings to provide reviews of their landlords, their property managers, the buildings that they live in. And now we have over 25,000 different landlords, property managers, and buildings reviewed in our platform in over 400 cities. How do you get traffic to the site, Ofo? Yeah, a few different ways. So for one, Google indexes our, our reviews. So if you're on Google, you type in a big property management company or landlord or building, you'll see actually our information indexed on the right side of the page where it'll say like, you know, 97 reviews, 4.5 out of 5. Right. Another way is through our social. We're very, very active um, and actually producing more content now. So you'll, you'll see a lot of that. Um, and then lastly, actually, home providers themselves can invite their residents to the platform directly. Um, and we've done that to create more of a closed feedback loop so that there's an active engagement between the home providers and the residents. In other words, the landlord. The landlord could invite yes. people. Correct. I first asked, though, how did you see this niche? Where did you get the mm -hmm. idea? So and it was a while ago, you know, I, I was serving as VP of the student body at Temple University during my senior year. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, I always kind of joke, you'd think that students would be more so complaining about, well, debt, that's not funny. But other than that, like Kool-Aid in the water fountains kind of issues. The reality was it, was it was far deeper than that. You know, housing started coming up a lot as we were talking to students. And there were so many issues around, you know, infestation or, or, you know, harassment between male landlords and female residents. And just things that, you know, quite honestly, no one should go through. And, and when you're going to college, you, you certainly don't want to experience that. And your parents don't want you experiencing that. So at first I thought there had to be some way just to review landlords so you knew what to expect before signing your lease. And honestly, as we built that out, there was so other, so many other value adds to having that insight be more prevalent in this industry. 
and it's pretty cool to watch now a few years later um, for it to be becoming more of a, a accepted like standard and way of best practices. Yeah, were you a business major at Temple? I, I was. I certainly was. I studied uh, entrepreneurship and management and information systems. And it sometimes is amazing, right? In in a way, your business is one of those about which people would say, "Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> and yeah. that's usually a great sign for a business, you know. It is. It is. But but I think it, it also makes you question, you know, why one why didn't people think about it, and if they did. Why didn't they execute on it? And so I think as a business person, you have to kind of step back and fully audit the scene. Um, and the reality is, is it's quite it's quite difficult, right? You know, to change the oldest industry, maybe next to a couple other ones in world history, is not going to happen overnight. Um, and you know, when we've as a country, as a society, as a culture, you know, we've really honed in on the the, the profit part of it and the, the the actual building, the property part of it. We've forgot the people part of it, right? Like humans occupy these spaces. And so I think that, you know, us kind of having that stick to itiveness, I think of that Jay Z line where it's like the genius thing we did was we just didn't give up. I think the same thing applies to us where now we're seeing the industry change. ESG, you know, environmental, social governance is top of mind. Well, it, was, it hasn't been like that forever. And so that's been really awesome to, to really help spearhead that change. Neil. What would you say is broken between this uh, landlord and tenant relationship? A trust. The, the ca I call it the capital T letter word, trust. Um, I think over time, again, to that point about putting people first versus property and profit, uh, that's not always been true. Um, and, and when you see, you know, unfortunate events like the fire that recently happened in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, the fire that happened in the Bronx, New York about a week ago, um, you know, even the condominium collapsing, it's a little bit different, obviously, but the condo collapsing in, in at Surfside in Miami, those things are just, they shouldn't happen, right? And, and we don't, as, as consumers living in a space, you know, the, especially you're not, you know, you're not responsible for your neighbor above you or below you's actions, but they affect you. And so um, there's a, a kind of full court press that needs to happen here and shifting the mindset from a resident perspective and a home provider perspective. Um, in restoring that trust, but also being being genuine in terms of how you approach, you know, dealing with human beings and everything you do. So um, I'm excited that we can bring more of that to the table. Uh, but I, I also I'm aware like there's there's it's a process. It's not going to be an overnight shift. Also, what other changes would you like to see? And have there already been uh, a lot of changes since COVID hit? Right. So, I mean, the last two years, the buildings and spaces we occupy have, have taken on more, more heat, more energy than, than ever before. Right. We're just we just often don't use buildings as often as we have in terms of the space we live in. Um, so I, I think there's going to be, be more of a shift happening. I like, you know, it, it's been helpful seeing like the eviction uh, moratorium and helping residents out that are in need. I do fear that there's a ev big eviction crisis looming. Um, you know, I, I've observed that, you know, rent, you know, rents overall have improved across cities like Charleston and in um, Dallas and Houston. So you see there's a lot of movement happening. A lot of it's very positive, but also some more of the like the darker things that aren't really being talked about or figured out. Those things are still looming. So I think on my end, we're doing all we can to make sure that we're providing and shifting that that relationship in the middle. Um, but I'd love to see, you know, more activity, more proactivity from universities, from local municipalities, things like that, um, to ensure that, you know, housing is, is, is 
Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We need shelter, right? So housing has to be, you know, reemphasized as something extremely important for us. There's so many tentacles to the business yeah. that you're yeah. in. You've gone national. Mm-hmm. Have you done that without even having to travel to some of these cities? Have you gone national from your offices just all through technology? It, absolutely. I mean, that's wow. that's just, we've grown organically. Um, and I think, you know, we've, I would say we've been under-resourced throughout this journey. Um, you know, I'm also happy to say, you know, we just closed on a $2 million fundraise. Um, you know, led by some pretty amazing investors like Black Operator Ventures out of out of the Bay Area, New York Ventures out of New, of New York, um, you know, Goldwyn, they're a real estate developer out of Toronto, Ben Franklin Tech Partners out of Philadelphia, and then several amazing angel investors as well. So we, uh, you know, we, we've been, we're now being supported and I think it's coming at the right time. Um, but historically, we've done this stuff organically. We've made partnerships with companies like Walmart and Allstate and Broadway Moving and Make Space. Um, again, out of the organic movement we've created here. Um, you sell them ads on the website? Yeah, so we would do brand partnerships around content. So um, if you are Allstate, you know, renter's insurance is huge and it's actually pretty cheap comparatively to other insurances. So why not protect your apartment and your car? If people don't usually often realize the car gets broken into, that covers it too. So we would we would co- we would create content like that that helps support renters. It was always adjacent to their experiences, um, so that it would be more valuable to them as a overall platform. I love your story. The more I hear about it, it just keeps getting better and better. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> how many employees do you have, Ofo? We're, we're a small shop. We're at 10 right now. We're going to hire about five new people in the next, I'd say, two to three months. Um, but to your point about growth, like we, we started out being mostly in two-ish states, um, Pennsylvania and New York. I mean, now out of our 10 team members, we're probably in five or six states. Um, and that's, that also speaks to the remote shift, right, in culture. So, so many things happening, but it, it's the team is excited and, and ready to build. Neil? When I first looked at your platform, it reminded me a little bit of Nextdoor. Um, mm-hmm. Is that an area that you kind of see yourself in, in your growth and long-term vision? Or, or kind of what is your what is your long-term business plan here? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think we're going to do a really great job in the residential space. Um, we have been asked from a commercial perspective, you know, would we consider expanding the business out to commercial? I think in time, but I think we just have to stay, you know, the, the proverbial phrase, like laser focused on what we're doing at current, um, because there's so many issues in residential alone to tackle, right? Uh, when it's from both sides. So I think for us long term, we see ourselves as being the number one used platform when it comes to resident reviews and analyzing resident insights for home providers. Um, and we also see ourselves really, really shifting that again, shifting that culture, that relationship between residents and home providers forever. I think if we can kind of recreate how we think about our industry as a collective, um, it, it's only going to lead to more positivity. Um, the same way you see a lead certified building because they're, you know, doing well in ed- energy efficiency and reducing their their footprint is the same way you should see a, a WYL decal that says, hey, we, we prioritize quality of service, humanity, the residents in our building. So that's where we'll get to where we're the, the number one recognized platform across the world in the residential space. WYLD is who give us the website for renters to go to. Sure, it's WYL.co. It's 
So just who's that. your landlord? W Y L. And I looked at some of the uh, reviews, and they're mixed. You know, some are great, and some are uh, really negative. So you that uh, gives a credibility. Do you? What prompts people to post a review? Do you believe? Because there's nothing in it for them, right? All right. So, I mean, so it, it goes both ways, right? So one piece of it is yeah, residents can come to our platform and post a review under their own volition. Um, what you can genuinely argue is that think of times that we've been prompted to post a review. It's either an abundantly amazing experience and we want to share it, or it's been an abundantly negative one and we want to share that too. So we're, we're mindful of that, that the, the polarities between the two. Um, and so we create, you know, we've created a review process that actually makes it very difficult to simply be negative or simply be positive, right? It's a review survey. So 90% of people get through the survey. Um, the survey asks you questions around responsiveness, the condition of property, safety, all the parts that make up your rental journey. And in that way, you know, you also don't see the score until you press submit. So in that way, we're getting the most fair and unbiased information possible. Um, that you're right. There is no kind of carrot for the resident in that regard. When we do partner up with home providers, right, and so that they're actively asking, we want feedback, we want insights, please share that with us. We'll do collaborative partnerships with companies like a GoPuff or, or a DoorDash um, or provide some kind of carrot where it's like, hey, here's free dinner on us. But, you know, your, your home provider wants more insight because they want to be able to provide more quality service for you. Right. So the, it does work both ways. It just depends on how you kind of how, how you made your way to the platform and what's driving that. A partnership or a homeowner, are they paying to be reviewed on your site? Yeah, so they're, they're not, well, you could say they're paying to be reviewed. I guess that's part of it, right? But what they're paying for is that's analyzing that data. So what will happen is the we, we send out a, um, an email campaign to their residents that invites them to our platform, introduces what we do, what we're about, why your home provider is even working with us to understand more insights about how you perceive their quality of service as well as the space you're, you're in. Um, at that point, once you've once you've you know responded back, we'll give you we'll send over the review survey. You provide that survey, um, that feedback, and then the home provider on their dashboard is seeing graphs and charts, trend analytics around what are some things residents keep speaking about. Where are some ways from an operational perspective we can improve so we can provide them better service? Because what we highlight to the home provider is the more this information you know and the more it's analyzed, the better you can operationalize it. Right. So what that means for you is improve retention rates. That means more data-driven capital improvement decisions. Um, and that means overall being recognized as a good home provider if you're performing as a good home provider would be. And you obviously do not take down the negative reviews because I read on some, this guy's cheap, he doesn't refer. So <laughs> they, um, you, you don't take down, do they ever press you to take them down? No, so I think in the beginning when we first launched, um, we got emails from landlords being like, this isn't how it happened and, you know, um, and our thing was, we, we actually take that stuff extremely seriously. So we have a review kind of vetting process. If there, if a landlord sends us over, you know, a notice or something along those lines, something that shows that this is false or patently false, absolutely it comes down. That that said, that hasn't happened like that, right? Um, customarily, what you start seeing are themes develop. Um, we've been sued by a landlord before um, who was saying this is this is defamation, this is all these things. Um, and that, that got picked up by a news outlet. And what ended up happening was all these uh, dozens and dozens of residents were like, this is absolutely accurate. And now we're going to share our perspective too. So it kind of had that effect in the opposite direction, right? So our thing is, our thing is very clear. Like there's, there's not going to be 
all perfect residents, they're certainly not going to be all perfect home providers, right? Like it's a mixed bag on both sides. What we want to do though, is highlight the folks on both sides who are doing a good job, right? If you're a resident being a good neighbor, awesome. That's what you're supposed to do as a resident, as a community member. If you're a home oh, provider oh. and you care about your residents, that's important. What a great yeah. business idea. And uh, I think you're going to sell this business for a lot of money someday. <laughs> if realtor.com calls you, take that call, right? <laughs> uh, um, congratulations on what you've done. Tell us the website one more time. Sure. So it's Who's Your Landlord? And you can visit us at wyl.co. Good. Great to know you. Thank you very much, Ofo. Joe, Neil, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me today. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>